In this episode, I'm going to be talking about what it's like to run for 24 hours. I'm your host, Douglas Beach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Dedicated 24 podcast. I'm your host, Douglas Veach, and I'll be explaining everything that I've learned about running in 2020. So here's the backstory. I said on December 31st, 2019, that in 2020, I was going to run a thousand kilometers. The people who I told remarked how that sounds like a good one and asked if I'd ran a lot. I had probably ran 10 kilometers in the past six months. Now I needed to average 19 kilometers every week for 52 straight weeks. That's a lot for someone who doesn't run. I said this and was impressed with people's reaction around the room, looked at me slightly different, as if I had suddenly got more respect for setting such an audacious task and having the courage to tell people, as they will remember I said I would do it. I had heard of these super athletes such as David Goggins, who had pushed the boundaries of what was thought humanly possible. The backstory on him is he turned his life around and became a Navy SEAL, overcoming many obstacles along the way and not stopping. He enjoys running further than you could ever fathom. There are many YouTube videos about his story and they will make you feel very guilty about eating a full pint of ice cream on a Sunday afternoon. So I challenged myself to run a thousand kilometers in a year. I had always said to my friends and family, yeah, I will get fitter or I will achieve some good grades or I will be able to get a six pack or whatever it was that was in front of me at the time. I would lie to myself, not intentionally, but it made me feel nice. My conscience didn't like the feeling of admitting I wouldn't put the work in. How many times have you heard someone in school or someone somewhere saying, oh, I could have got an A if I tried, or if I was starting again, I'd get an A. This is one of my biggest pet peeves. This is the same situation as I used. The person who is saying this, let's call them Sarah, is saying that if they put effort in, then they could have got an A. But what Sarah is forgetting is the most important thing, that she is Sarah. Sarah who doesn't put effort in or thinks the exam should have been easier. Sarah doesn't want to admit that she doesn't put full effort into many things, so she rationalises it by saying she could have achieved this thing if she tried. I'm sure she doesn't put effort into things, maybe she prefers the social life, maybe she doesn't think she has the time. The matter of the fact is, If time went backwards and she started it all again, it would be the same outcome. I understand there are different situations which you can't predict, like someone you're close to dying, but her rationalising not reaching her full potential by making it seem like less of an achievement is not a successful way of thinking and will leave you with a life of what ifs. Anyway, that was the trap I was falling into with a lot of things, so I decided to say my resolution to people that I had just met for the first time that weekend. If you tell people your goals or aspirations, you are way more likely to achieve them as you don't want to let someone else down. That's way more uncomfortable than letting yourself down. It's a great way to push yourself to achieve greater things. In theory, I had to run roughly 19 kilometers a week, each week, for 52 weeks. That is the goal. But I didn't run that much before this, so I was trying to break it into three times a week, roughly six kilometers a run, which would almost get me to my weekly target. I remember setting out on my first run of 2020 along the canal. It was January 3rd, the first brick in the wall of the 1,000 kilometres. 
I was jogging along, almost out of breath, and a young teenage boy who was on top of a very large wall to the right of me, probably three metres in the air, cried to me, Excuse me, chase me you fat bastard. He threw a shotgun shell of small stones at me, which landed on my head. It did not hurt, but it was a definite shock to the system. I wondered, if this is what I am going to get when I run, then this is going to be much harder than I expected. This didn't put me off. I carried on my run and ran 7.6 kilometres, which I was pleased with. My feet were not prepared for the barrage of steps though, and they felt the pain. This was to be expected, but this was the start of a big task I'd set out for myself. My next run was on the 8th of January, which is where I had to run 13 kilometres to get past my 19 kilometre in a week target. I was struggling to find a rhythm and a sustainable way of running without it feeling like a task. It will be a struggle to find something that works. It would be crazy to think that I would just ease into a 19 kilometer a week and that would be me away for 52 weeks just plugging along. I fell behind rather quickly. The reality is that when you set out to hit a task which will take a year, there are many things to factor in such as weather, how well you can adapt to running long distance, how much time you have, what you're capable of, All of these things will make a year very personal. It is an agreement with yourself about getting up and getting out on the run. It is so easy to stay and delay it, but I knew I wanted to show myself I could achieve something I thought was very difficult. I was about 100 kilometers off target after about two and a half months, but I understood I would likely run more in the summer and I would be building up the kilometers to run longer when I did get out. I was falling into the trap of telling myself I would do it later as it made my mind feel better. I remember finding it taking effort to drag my running shoes on and getting on it. But then, on one of my runs, I thought, let's just keep going, see what happens. It was a hot day, I remember this, as I kept running past places thinking, I wonder if they would give me a cup of water. I was definitely dehydrated. I just kept moving, not very fast, but I kept moving. Then before I knew it, I was seven kilometres away from my flat, the usual distance I would run. I was that far away from my flat and I only had one way to get back. I thought, I know a half marathon is around 21 kilometres, so I challenged myself to keep going until I hit 10.7 kilometres before I turned around and headed back. I ran straight out so there's no easy way to get back. I didn't have any money or my phone, all I had was my watch which records my runs and my shoes. I turned around and started heading back and I got this wave of invincibility around 15 kilometers into my run. This was very obvious as I started singing when I was running along. How strange. I was struggling running 7 kilometers, and now I am more than double that and I don't feel a thing. Kilometer 17. I thought I was going to die and I felt like this all the rest of the way back. Although the end sucked, it was the first instance of seriously impressing myself with what I had just done. I knew now that I could run farther than what I would think. As of halfway through the year, aka the 1st of July, I had managed to make a monumental effort to get back on track with the pace. I had to run 100 kilometers in 20 days to make the target. So I ended up running 10 kilometers every other day 
for those 20 days. I did this to get myself halfway through the target by the halfway mark of the year. It was a small achievement along the way, but a bit like when I run in a straight line away from my flat, there's only one way back and I only have 500 kilometers to go and I have done that before so I can do it again. I found that after my 100 kilometers and 20 days, I gave myself a week's rest. This was for many reasons, but the main one was my feet were taking a beating. I was blistered and some toes were a lot worse for wear, but I enjoyed seeing my feet in pain. This showed me I was doing something that my body wasn't enjoying, but it was adapting. During the week off, I felt lost when I didn't run. It was a big part of my day and it was now voided with nothingness and my structure was different. I have also discovered that running is incredibly pure. It is you and your shoes and that's it. Anyone can get moving and there is so much satisfaction from when you get back from a run and you feel you have achieved something. It's a great way to assess your conscious determination. When I am out on a run, my brain will try and convince me to turn around as soon as possible. It doesn't like me working hard as it likes to sit down and not have to push through walls. I then catch myself trying to justify turning back like, the weather is bad, it will be better tomorrow, you can run more then. Or, you've done so well so far, take a shorter run and have a break. If there is anything that takes conscious effort, you will find your brain trying to justify making your life easier. It's quite fascinating. I run without music. It gives me time to think about what I'm going to do with my time when I'm not running. It is not full-blown mind mapping. Most of my mental capacity is used for keeping my feet going, but it gives yourself a good way to see how your brain functions under pressure. Also, this is like a brain reset button. As of today, to get to 519 kilometers, I have ran for 63 hours. All that time has been thinking. Sometimes it's about how much this sucks, or about what food I'm going to eat, but it's all a useful way of letting my brain focus not on work or money. The future of my running is to reach the 1000 kilometers by January 1st, 2021. I wouldn't say I enjoy running, but I enjoy the feeling of satisfaction as well as achieving a small part of a goal with each run. I need to work on my form, as if you would see me run, you wouldn't think I'm a runner. It's not pretty, but I didn't set out to run a thousand kilometres prettily. I just want that a thousand kilometres by any means necessary. This goal is a reason I started thinking about if I can put my mind to something for 24 hours, then what could I do? My why is I want to see how many different things I can learn. You can achieve anything you put your mind to, just don't let your mind turn you around. That's it for this week's podcast. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. This has been Dedicated 24 Podcast. I'll see you next time.